Hey everybody, this is the Danger Hour, and I'm your fancy boy host, James Danger. Jimmy D, if you so prefer, the wife is at work, the children are at rest, and I'm sitting here talking to myself. I thought it would be the perfect time to sit alone in a dark room and talk to myself. <laughs> when the cat's away, James, the mice will play. <sighs> are you happy? With that, what are, you, what are you talking about, James? Why do you always have to fuck with me? Why do you got to say anything? Just sit over there in the corner, and when I need you, I will summon you. But James, I just want to participate. It matters not what you want. Okay? This is not the, uh, the gay boy show. This is the danger hour. James, what are you implying? Nothing. Nothing at all. Uh, all right. How how are you doing? I'm, I'm okay. Just okay? Well, I was in a good mood until you verbally attacked me. All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to... Uh, Apologize? Absolutely not. I'm going to say, man up, and and go sit over there in the corner where you belong. Face the wall. Face the wall. Okay. All right, everybody. I'm sorry for that. Let's get back to the show. I hope you listened to the last show we did with my my coworker extraordinaire, Abraham. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about uh, because well, I work with this guy, and I didn't want to tell anyone at this job that I was doing a podcast because, you know, this job I wanted to take seriously, so. <laughs> I didn't want anyone to find out about my uh, my off-time shenanigans because it might bite me in the ass if the wrong people get wind of it. So I kept it a big secret. It's still a big secret, except for him. And so one day we were hanging out and uh, we happened to be in the same area. So we got together for a little bit and we were chatting. And he brought up that his buddy did a podcast. And I was like, oh, really? I thought it was a perfect time to say it myself. I do a podcast. <laughs> so we started chatting about that and that's how I booked him on the show but before that this one time he uh, he called me he's like hey man uh, my my truck is in the shop I need a ride to pick it up you, th- you think you could take me and this was a Friday and I had a show to do that night and Lido was coming over and I had some guests coming over and I didn't I didn't want anyone to know about uh, what I was doing at that time so I'm like oh I can't he's like why why what's going on I was like, uh, he's like, what, what are you doing? And just like him asking me what I was doing threw me off because I wasn't expecting that. And I was like, uh, I'm, I'm having a meeting. <laughs> he's like, what do you mean a meeting? He's like, what kind of meeting? I was like, well, you know, the secret kind. He's like, oh, fuck. So this guy thought I was like a weirdo, you know, up to some no good shit. And like the next uh, Monday I saw him, he's like, so what the fuck, man? some kind of like secret society or something and uh, I would just I would kind of blow him off I wouldn't really give him a straight answer so for the while he thought I was up to some weird shit and he would be like hey what are you doing this weekend don't fucking tell me a secret society meeting huh huh <laughs> anyway I don't even know if that's entertaining at all but I thought that show was pretty funny that uh that I have secrets anyway oh guess what everybody I'm on the last root beer in my variety pack 
the gym, the last repair. Did I? What did I tell you? I just, I just want to be involved. All right, come over here. Thank you, James. What do you want to ask me? How's your root beer taste? Are you pleased or are you dissatisfied? Well, this is the last of the variety pack and it's called Americana. And it says delicious vintage, handcrafted, sweetened with pure cane sugar. (laughs) And it's pretty weak. All you can take away from this show, if you want your root beer needs met, avoid at all costs the variety pack of root beer located at BevMo. I've said my piece, and I will say no more. If you'd like a quality root beer, thus far, my findings, my experience, and and vast research has concluded that A&W root beer is at the top of the game so far. So far, I'm saying, because there are many others out there I have not tried yet. And that has been this week in root beer. Thank you. That's fascinating, James. Oh, fuck off. I know some of you make fun of this segment, but that's why I like doing it. Because I, I know no one cares, and I know it's boring, and, <laughs> and I know it's stupid. And that's why I like doing it, because uh, I have a... I have a unique sense of humor that, and if you don't think that's funny, then you just don't get it, and uh, I can't help you. You're below me. Let's move on to, oh boy, guess what just happened this last weekend? Can I guess, James? You may. Are you referring to the puppy bowl? Not the fucking puppy bowl. No. The lingerie bowl. I actually wish I could have saw that one, and I'm surprised you know about that. What are you playing, James? Nothing. I'm talking about the Super Bowl, everybody. The Super Bowl. Bowl, bowl, bowl. It turns out it wasn't so super. Now was it? (laughs) Oh, man. The fucking Broncos of Denver lost. And by lost, I mean were obliterated. They were fucking destroyed. What was the final score? Like 43 to 8? Goddamn. It wasn't even a game. And I guess the old cliche is correct. Defenses win uh, win championships. <laughs> However it goes. I'm not a very big sports guy. But my two cents I'm going to give you is... It was the highest rated show of all time. Uh, I don't know the exact stat, but what does it matter? And <laughs> I saw the game with my loving family. And I had a blast. But I got to tell you that in the beginning of the game, right when it starts, I missed the whole fucking uh, singing thing. I was busy running around getting food and shit. But then I see Joe Namath walk out. Okay, if you don't know who Joe Namath is, he's some hotshot quarterback from back in the day. That's all you got to know. He walks out in this goddamn fur coat. I believe it's like down to his kneecaps. And it's all open. He's like, <laughs> he walks up like he's all in a great mood. You can tell he's drunk. He's loaded. This is the dude who I believe was shit-faced one game when those uh, sideline reporter women, one of those women, I don't know, it's probably the white one. She's like, oh, what do you think about this and that? And he's like, well, oh, no, 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 no. He says whatever he said. Uh, I want to kiss you right now. <laughs> he made an asshole out of himself. And so, yeah, that's that guy. So you know he's loaded. You know it. And real quick, speaking of the sideline announcing women, doesn't the black one, I don't know her name, doesn't she always look like she just stepped off the Bigfoot Rapids ride? <laughs> She's always like, 
She always looks like she's just wet and disheveled. Disheveled? Is that a word? Disheveled or disheveled? James, you don't know what you're talking about. Why do you try to use big words? Why do you got to call me out like that in front of all these listeners? So, yeah, she looks like shit all the time. I don't know why they even have those women there. All right? They're not that hot. The other one's okay, but uh, because I saw her topless photos on the internet. That was from a hotel room. Someone drilled a hole from the next room and looked at her. Anyways. <coughs> so, yeah, this dude, he's drunk as shit, Joe Namath. I'm sorry, I'm back to him now. And, uh, all right, so you're going to call uh, in the air, you're going to call it. And then he fucking flips the coin, and the referee has to, like, catch it in the air. He's like, no, wait a minute. He grabs it, and he's like, you know, you fucking idiot. You, you didn't let them call it yet. <laughs> oh, God, it was hilarious. But I felt so bad for the dude. Like, oh, man, you made a complete ass of yourself once again on the highest-rated television show of all time. Fucking Amoth. All right. And uh, let's see what else. Uh what do I got here? Bronco sucked. Uh, oh, first play was botched. The goddamn safety. And the, oh, well, it appears that the uh, noise in the stadium is an, it had an effect on that play. Uh, da, da, da. Yeah, pretty much it was so loud. The asshole snapper, that's the guy that hikes the ball, decides, oh, well, I can't really hear it, so I better throw it as fucking hard as I can <laughs> to the quarterback over his head. And uh, the Seahawks wind up uh, tackling the dude in the fucking end zone. They get a safety. Anyway, my point is right when that happened, which is the first goddamn play of the game, set our record for like the quickest score ever in in a football game, like in f- like 15 seconds or some shit, I was just like, oh, man, this game I think is doomed already. It's already like cursed. They're fucked. I had a bad feeling, but I was, waiting f- I was ro- rooting for... Uh, Peyton Manning, I wanted that dude to take one more and then fucking retire. That would have been awesome. But uh, that's not the way it happened. <laughs> they got severely raped. Oh, it was it was it was fucking it was a horrible game, actually. It wasn't exciting at all. So the game was shitty. The commercials were shitty. But guess what was cool? The halftime show, which everyone thought was gonna be shitty. I liked it. Am I alone? Bruno Mars, I think he killed it. He came up playing a fancy little drum set. And uh, Peterson's bitching, what a fucking show off he is. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of Peterson. Peterson! Happy birthday, you son of a bitch. Today is his birthday. I'm recording this episode on the 5th of February. In, our, in the, Lord, the year of our Lord, 2014. Yeah, whatever. So uh, Peterson is the... Uh, the creator and host of the Ned Files podcast. That's right. If you are so inclined to look that up, I believe it's at uh, thenetfiles.com, everybody. Cross promotions. So, uh, yeah, Peterson. Happy birthday, you son of a bitch. By the way, 37 years old, according to the Facebooks I saw today. I can't believe that. You're older than I imagined. Nah. <laughs> Seven years older than me. Wow. Almost a decade. You are old, my friend. But happy birthday nonetheless. So yeah, uh, he had a problem with this dude coming out to play drums. But I, I'm i okay with it because I think the dude... This is the ultimate stage for any uh, performer. 
and I think he wanted to show everybody what he could do. I had no clue the guy can play drums. I thought he was like some fancy pants singer. But here he comes, solo, drumming to, uh, to start the show, and he fucking did good. He shocked the hell out of me. I like the guy now. I was like, wow, this guy's pretty fucking cool. He was, he can sing. He was doing the James Brown dancing. I know he's like just stealing all that shit, but it was still cool to see it. You don't see that really. You see these choreographed fucking white guys doing line dancing all in the same time. <laughs> but uh, I liked it. I, I approve. And then uh, the Chili Peppers came out and they sang one fucking song. A 20-year-old song. Give it away, give it away, give it away. That's, you know, I've always hated that fucking song. And apparently they weren't even plugged in. <laughs> they were just faking it. What's the point? Ugh. What I got you gonna put, a, put it in you? Put it in you. I can't believe they, they went with that song for the Super Bowl, a family-friendly event. What I got, you gotta get it, put it in you. All right. I guess. Anyway. Uh, the commercials. I know. Oh. Oh, commercials. Yeah, whatever. My favorite one, if I have to uh, pick, was the Radio Shack 80s tribute. Dude, it had it all. It had Hulk Hogan running around there. It had Chucky cutting up the, the carpet. It had the Back to the Future car. Uh, what else? Uh, Twisted Sister. Uh, whatever. Everything you can imagine from the 80s was on that commercial. It was pretty fucking awesome. If you're an 80s kid, you, you digged it. I know you did. Uh, but yeah, I think that's about it with the Super Bowl. I hope next year it's, uh, you know, something called entertaining. Hope there's a good game. Fucking bullshit. All right. Uh, next up. Oh, speaking of uh, events. Did anyone watch the Grammys? That's gay, James. I know. I know. Grammys is gay. But I still watch it because I was promised a performance from Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails fame. The Queens of the Stone Age. And Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters Nirvana fame. And so I fucking watched this dumb show. I had no idea when they were coming on. And it kept saying, stay tuned for a live performance from the Night of Nails, Fred Reznor, Dave Grohl. They kept doing that. Little did I know. Little did I know they were playing last. So I watched this whole fucking show. James, why didn't you just give up? Because there was a lot of stuff to hate about this show. I will give you a list. But there were also some fucking funny cool things about it i actually did break it down things i hated and things i liked so here's the hated first ll cool j this motherfucker i'm really tired of him i am sick of him especially his goddamn tongue licking his bullshit lips every three seconds all right not to mention his name why do we why do we call these people by these names they make up for themselves. LL Cool... Do you know what that means? Ladies love Cool James. What a fucking douchebag. Oh, it's so annoying. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, your host for this evening is LL Cool J. Get the fuck out of here. Come on. 
Goddamn lips. Licking his lips. Every every other every other fucking word. He's licking his goddamn lips. Apparently the women like it. I don't know why. Is it because it's a it's a alluding to the fact that, that he looks vagina? Wait, black guys don't lick vagina. Right? They don't do that. I don't know. The other thing that bugs me about this motherfucker is this New York thing, all right? Uh like he'll introduce people like, who's a producer? This next artist. It's like, oh fucking A. But here's what here's what struck me. Everything that ends in ER, producer, it's producer. Becomes like a UH. Producer. All right? Follow follow along with this. Uh director. He's a music director. Producer. Fucking idiot. So next comes uh the, he, he's gonna introduce Stevie Wonder. All right? So he goes. Next artist coming out, singer, producer, fucking da 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 da, Stevie Wonder. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. Why did he say Wonder, but he says producer? Is it a big phony fucking? I don't get it, dude. What's with that shit? I think people like they talk like that to to try to sound cool. I don't know. I guess so, cause he's LL Cool J. Fuck. Oh, it makes me so angry. You have no idea how angry. It makes me, James, why do you let that stupid shit bother you? Wow, I can't believe you just cursed at me. I'm sorry, James, I didn't mean it. No, I can handle it. I just can't believe you stoop so low. But you're right. I don't know why this stuff bothers me so much. My wife gets... <laughs> just let it go already. Just let it go. <laughs> I just can't help it. Okay, so uh, next up, what I hated. This Lord... I think she's talented. But uh, I guess uh, you're a real artist if you're a fucking widow, right? The way she moves on stage, like she's like having a, a seizure. It just it's it's pretty disturbing. I don't really I don't really hate it. It just bothers me. <laughs> what I hated was Pharrell's stupid fucking hat. How do you put that on? Look in the mirror and go, yeah, this is the one. <laughs> it's perfect. Oh Christ! Also, what I hate is fucking Robin Thicke. This guy could die, and I'll be I'll be okay with it. I'm tired of him with his goddamn tie loosened. He's walking around singing that bullshit song. It's over, buddy. It's over. Just just walk off into the horizon, into the sunset, never to be heard from again. And I and I'll be happy with that. Next up, Rob uh, Ringo, Ringo had a drummer like picking up his slack. Did you notice that? He was playing drums with Paul McCartney, but this other dude was drumming and doing all the fancy work. Is this guy like that old? He can't do it himself? It was kind of embarrassing. Anyway. Uh, oh, last up, what I really fucking hate is that it's the last performance. Finally. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails, uh, Dave Groff, Foo Fighters, and Queens, Sonic, all this stuff, right? They come out. Trent starts it off. He's, he's by himself. There's like these cool, uh, like, uh, screens in the back. And then he's done doing his little intro by himself, and the screens fucking turn sideways, and you see Dave on drums, and it's like, all right. And the dude from Queens comes out with his guitar and starts playing that song, uh, uh, God is my son. 
I don't know what time it is. I don't wear a watch. That's <laughs> fucking song. So they're like halfway through that shit. And a big picture of an airplane pops on the screen. Tonight's uh, show was brought to you by American Airlines. And I'm like, whoa, what's going on with this? And they fucking cut off the half of the performance that I waited for all night. They cut it off. I didn't see if Lindsey Buckingham from Fleetwood Mac fame, who's pretty cool. It's a dude, by the way. I didn't see what he had to do. I don't know how it ended. The shit made me furious because I stayed up late on a work night to see that fucking all those dudes play together, which is like, you, you never see that. James, how come you didn't just wait till the next day to watch it on the internet? That's a valid point. I wanted to see it on my on my TV, the big screen with the, with the sound. That's why. Okay. Fair enough. God damn, that was that was. Oh, I went to bed angry. Never go to bed angry, James. <laughs> and then I saw the next morning that Trent Reznor was fucking furious, rightfully so. And he tweeted uh, something like. The Grammys is the biggest night in music to be disrespected. Fuck you. <laughs> Good for you, buddy. You know what you deserve? One of those. Round of applause. All right. And uh, oh, the things I liked about the award show was this chick named Casey Musgrave, country singer. Damn, she's pretty hot. I'd never seen her before, and I was pleasantly surprised. And I enjoyed watching her with her lighted, lit up boots. And a little cactus in the background. Here, cacti. Cacti. Got to my cocktide. Oh, boy. She's she's really cute. Be on the lookout for that one. And uh, this dude named Chris Christopherson, speaking of country. He was the old dude on Blade. A Blade. That was, that was more like Nick Nolte, huh? A Blade. I can't really remember how he talked. He's like that A Blade. You shouldn't walk out in the daytime with them things. Whatever. So he comes out. Because he was an old school country dude. And the guy's like senile. It was pretty fucking rough to watch, but also funny. Because he's like, it seems like he doesn't know where he is. And he can't really sing. And he has a guitar on his shoulder, or you know, strapped on. And he's not even playing it. He's like moving his hand up and down. He's not even holding any chords or anything. <laughs> oh, it, was, it was, like I said, embarrassing, but also funny. James, you shouldn't laugh at the elderly. You have respect. I'm just going to say that at a certain point in your career, you should know or be told. You should hire somebody if you're a celebrity that at the appropriate time to say, hey, that's it, man. You're done. You can't do this anymore. That dude had no business being on stage. He can't do it no more. All right? And, and if he goes up there anyway, probably against uh, being advised not to, then he he deserves to be laughed at, and I and I deserve to get that to him. So I'm just I'm I'm just uh, taking my role in this whole big picture, whatever you want to call it. All right, uh, Pink. Who knew she was a Cirque du Soleil? Cirque du, what Cirque du Soleil? Thing. What has it as it go? Is that right? Who knew? She's flying around in those fucking things with no uh, no safety net. Crazy fucking chick. It was pretty sick, man. It was actually like one of the best performances of the evening. Who knew that Pink was so awesome? And uh, oh, to close it out, Taylor Swift. 
Oh, man. She's on the piano trying to be all fucking dramatic and deep. And she starts whipping her head back and forth like a fucking maniac. <laughs> and there's an awesome video. Uh, someone uh, inserted Ryu, Ru, uh, whatever his name is, from Street Fighter. And it's like kicking her in the face. It's fucking awesome. You have to search it. And you have to watch it. All right. Uh, speaking of awards, uh, the Academy Awards is coming up next month, I believe. And now I have this thing. I know a lot of you guys don't like the fucking Oscars, but I, I don't know why I'm into it. I like the whole thing. I love movies. And I let myself get into it. Now I have this thing that this year, I want to watch every movie nominated so that I know what's going on. Because like I don't, you know, I never do that shit. The last few years, I had no idea what the fuck some of these movies were, and I was lost and confused. And so this time, I'm like, meh, I want to watch all of them. So I'm informed, and I can fully enjoy this <laughs> the show and know what's happening. So uh, that's what I have. I have that thing on my list to watch all those movies. The movies are American Hustle, Captain Phillips, Dallas Buyers Club, Gravity, Her, Nebraska, Philomena, 12 Years a Slave, and The Wolf of Wall Street. So far, out of those nine, I have seen one. <laughs> Captain Phillips, that's it, because it's uh, available to rent. Uh, I, I've never heard of her, Nebraska, or Philomena, Philomena. I don't know what those ones are. I really don't know about any of them, because I, I purposely don't watch... I know about Wolf of Wall Street, and I know the gist of that one. I purposely don't watch previews because I don't I don't like that shit. I like going in blind, not knowing what I'm watching. And that's what I that's what gives me the best viewing experience. So uh I've seen Captain Phillips and what I can tell you about that movie, I'm not gonna spoil anything. I think it's pretty obvious what happens from the previews. But two th that that movie made me feel two two ways. The first is I'm never traveling outside of the US ever. It's fucking scary, man. It's creepy and scary. And then maybe not want to leave and go anywhere. All right. I don't want to go to Mexico. I don't want to go nowheres because they can do whatever the fuck they want. And who's going to stop them? Well, that's actually the second thing I liked about it. Who's going to stop them? Uh, in some circumstances, the U.S. military will. And goddamn, this movie made me. Proud as fuck to be American. Oh, man. You got to see the Navy SEALs in this movie. Ah! God damn. And you got to know that's how they really are. If you haven't seen it, you should check it out. Like I said, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but... Oh, man. The fucking military. That made me... Like, I just wanted to, like, raise a flag and salute that shit after the movie was over. I wanted to... <laughs> I wanted to have a goddamn barbecue and, and light fireworks and watch jets fly over my head. Woo! That got me pumped up. Yeah, and shoot a shoot a goddamn twenty-two rifle. You know? Sorry, no, take that back. That's gay. Shoot a a, a forty-four magnum. That's American, right? I don't know. So yeah. Uh I, I I'm still on my quest to see all those fucking movies. Maybe I gotta go to the black market. Maybe. Maybe I have to go. I know a guy. Who knows a guy? Oh man. And one more thing about uh movies. Movie-related. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Fucking A. Super Bowl Sunday, it was reported that that dude died. They found him with a needle in his arm. Heroin. Apparently, he had a shitload of heroin in his place. 
possibly dealing, they say, 70 bags of heroin. Jesus. Anyway, it's a goddamn shame. You know what? Uh, this one really, really affected me, this guy. You know, there's been a handful of celebrities that have died over the, over the past few years, like Paul Walker, the most recent one, uh, I believe. You know, of like our uh, generation or whatever, actors or whatever. But this dude, man, he was like, I'm really fucking sad. I'm, I'm sorry. I wasn't very sad about Paul Walker. Okay. I apologize. Um, but this guy, like it fucking hit me like, ah, oh, not him. Why couldn't it be one of the other ones? <laughs> the dude was good. You know, he wasn't, he was more than good. He was fucking amazing. If you haven't seen, I mean, it, it's, I know he, did, he he's done a whole lot of movies, like extremely powerful performances. If you haven't seen Mission Impossible, I don't know which one it is, the fucking Ghost Protocol or some other bullshit. I don't know what this is called. He's in one of them where he's the he's the bad guy. God damn, is he good? There's a scene where he's like, we he tells Tom Cruise he's gonna count to ten, and he's got his girl tied up right in front of him. She's all gagged, and he has a gun to her head. And you know, Tom Tom Hanks is like, <laughs> Tom Hanks, Tom Tom Cruise is like, listen, listen, let, let me talk to you, let me talk to you, let me, let me talk to you. One, L- let me talk to you. Hold on. Wait a second. Two. <laughs> the guy's just He's so fucking intense. The guy can the guy can just summon intensity just effortlessly. God damn. I'm gonna miss that motherfucker. He's done so many great movies. Oh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's a damn shame. So uh wherever you are, man, thanks for what you did for uh the world movie wise. And you will never be forgotten, buddy. All right. Let's move on to something I'm going to call Scientology. James, that's forbidden. You can't talk about Scientology. I didn't say Scientology. I said Scienceology. <laughs> oh, James, you're being crafty. I want to I just lump together uh, a few scientific stories. All right, how about that, boys and girls? Apparently, Bill Nye, the science guy, had a debate with some dude yesterday, I think, called Ken Ham. And uh, Ken Ham, if you don't know who he is, because I don't fucking know who he is. I had to look his name up. So you all know who Bill Nye, the science guy is, right? That guy's pretty awesome. He's he's not just a TV guy. He's like a real, he's a real deal. He works... I think he works with NASA. I think he's involved with the Hayden Planetarium or some shit. I've just heard that said many times. Uh, I can't tell you what it is, <laughs> but I sure sounded smart for a second there, huh? Oh yeah, he's down at that uh, Hayden Planetarium thing. <laughs> what is it like? A is it like a, a Getty? What's that fucking place called over here? Where you look at the stars with a telescope? <laughs> God, I sound like a fucking idiot. What is that fucking place called? Griffith Observatory. Is it like that? I should just stop talking. Uh, Anyway, so this dude, he's an actual uh, scientist guy, Bill Nye. And he was having a debate with this guy, Ken Ham, who advocates the literal interpretation of the book of Genesis. According to this guy, uh, Adam and Eve really happened. The whole thing. There was a snake. 
Right? Is that how it goes? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. God created the world, and it took a couple days, and uh, there he goes. He made people. And so this guy's like, no, that's how it really is. So anyways, all I want to say about this is I think you guys should look it up because I watched, I started watching, um, it's on YouTube's. I started watching a portion of it today. I watched maybe like 10 minutes of it. And Bill Nye, uh, it was like his opening little sequence or whatever. And he made a lot of great points already. I was like, God, this is going to be a good one. So what I'm going to do is, and I suggest you do the same thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send this thing into my uh, YouTube uh, ripper. And I'm going to separate the audio from the video. And, and I'm going to listen to it like a podcast. Oh, boy. That should be entertaining. I want to hear this religious nut go on and on and on about, uh, yeah, it was a big boat and it took all the animals. It's true. Russell Crowe did a movie about it. <laughs> so, yeah, broaden your horizons, expand your mind, and listen to something educational for a change, not this shit. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> speaking of space. Uh, this, you know, don't come here for facts, all right, and hard-hitting evidence. I heard this thing about a company that had like a, uh, it's not a raffle, <laughs> contest, I guess, where you could be the winner to have a one-way ticket to Mars. <laughs> That's right, one way. You pretty much die, but you get to go to Mars. Is it, oh, is it, uh, wait a minute, am I just making this up or did I hear this, that you go to Mars so that your body, your DNA gets put onto the planet so that life, <laughs> no, that can't be real, that can't, that's gotta be something I made up, that can't be what it is, I don't know fucking know, you, you get sent to Mars, I don't know, who wants to go, apparently thousands of people do, thousands. You get to go on a little spaceship, fly to Mars. Fuck, how how much of a boring ride would that be? How long does it take to get to Mars? Isn't it like a long time? <laughs> wow, that was insightful. Isn't it like a long time? It's got... Uh, fucking A. How, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing it's a long time, though. <laughs> so what, you're just sitting there by yourself? What are you doing the whole time? God, that's got to be rough. And you want to do that? You want to volunteer? What the fuck is the point? But thousands of people, they want to do it. I don't know. I don't get it. Anyway, speaking of travel time, this just popped in my head. I talked to this guy the other day. He's an old timer. He was from the South. He was cool as fuck. When I first saw him, I thought he might be racist. He had that kind of look going. Some white dude, messy hair, unshaven, older. And I was like, oh, this ain't going to go well. <laughs> he walks up and anyways it was for work I started talking to him he winds up being like the coolest fucking dude we started bullshitting about a bunch of stuff and he goes you know what I was a truck driver and I was I was leaving Alaska and I pulled my truck out of the port and about three hours later that big earthquake happened it took place that one in Anchorage and I'm like, that one that was like nine point something that destroyed everything, that's the one. <laughs> if I would have 
if I wouldn't have left, I would have been dead. It's like, wow. He goes, but the funny thing is I was about three hours out. I didn't even feel it because I was in the truck. <laughs> Anyways, the point was he said he was moving some uh, heavy equipment, some big fucking tractor. He said you had to put three trailers, tractor, you know, the, the, the big rig trailers, three of them side by side by side, and then three long. So like nine trailers together to carry this one fucking thing. I don't know if that's true. That's that seems crazy. Anyway, he said he came he went from Alaska down to somewhere here in California and it took him 65 days to drive. <laughs> Can you believe that? 65 day road trip just from going to Alaska to California. Well, I was going three miles an hour. It's like, Jesus Christ. In, in, in minus 35 degrees, you know, you don't got to worry about the cold outside. You got to worry about the cold inside. I had ice layer in my truck. It's like, you're talking about in the cab? That's right. Jesus. In his cabin, ice layer <laughs> in the truck. God damn, that guy was fucking awesome. Oh, you you know what you got to worry about? You got to worry about your engine oil. That that shit will freeze right up on you. And if it does, you ain't going nowhere. When you pull out your dipstick, if you get one drop of oil, you're in a good spot. But son, I'll tell you what, that's good news. <laughs> that dude is cool. I was like, all right, I'm out. I got to go. You have some great stories. All right, it was a pleasure talking to you. God, I love talking to old people. You know, when they still got their wits about them? It's fucking great. If you don't like it, I suggest you try it. Just walk up tomorrow. You go to the store, just look at an old person who seems like he's got plenty of time. (laughs) And go, hey, hey, mister. Yes, are you talking to me? I'm talking to you. Can I ask you a question? What's that, Sonny? Speaking to my other ear. Can I ask you a question? What? Surely you can. Golly. Surely. How was it uh, back when you were a kid? And then be prepared for some awesome shit. That's all I'm going to say. There's your advice. Take it or leave it. Uh, wow, that was a tangent. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Mars. <laughs> you want to go? Anyway, uh, this got me thinking, speaking of science. Um, I heard something. Uh, someone was talking. Uh, fucking it. I hear stuff all the time and it, and it sends my brain into like this spiral of stoner thoughts type things, you know? I hear like one thing and I just break off from there. And so I don't even know what the original thing was. <laughs> but what it came down to was, I think, are, are humans the only, an- I'm going to call this animals, are, are we the only animals that need to be taught how to behave? Because... If we're just out in the wild and there's nobody around, we're going to be like fucking savages, right? Like uh, 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 hitting stuff and, and, you know, beating shit with clubs. You know what I mean? If we didn't have schools and, and your parents telling you, nope, don't do that, don't do that, we'd be a bunch of goons. 
You know, I'm just, oh man, I'm just, I, I wrote this stuff down and I expected some more uh, profound shit to spew out of my mouth, but it's just, like I said, it's just shit. So let me end this <laughs> Scienceology, Scienceology segment with, uh, let, me, let me try to teach you something for a change. How about that? Once in a while, I actually give you something worthwhile. So uh, how about I give you, speaking of science, 20 amazing science facts. How about that, everybody? Jim, that sounds interesting. Oh, yeah? I thought you were going to shut it down. I'm just humoring you. All right. Fuck you. Here we go. I think you. I think some of these might be entertaining. I haven't previously looked at these, so uh, I hope I hope it works out. Number one, there are sixty-two thousand miles of blood vessels in the human body, laid end to end, where they would circle the Earth two point five times. Wow, that's uh, that is pretty remarkable. You have that many blood vessels in your body, you can go around the world two and a half times. How did they figure this stuff out? All right, number two, at over 2,000 kilometers long, the Great Barrier Reef is the largest living structure on Earth. Structure. Hmm. Interesting. Number three, the risk of being struck by a falling meteorite for a human is one occurrence. Hold on, hold on. I can do it. One occurrence. Occurrence? That sounds better. Every 9,300 years. Is that supposed to make me feel better? Well, the last guy got hit about 3,000 years ago, so I'm okay. Who cares? It's a stupid fucking fact. A thimbleful of a neutron star would weigh over 100 million tons. I'm far too stupid to know what that means. Number five, a typical hurricane produces the energy equivalent of 8,000 one megaton bombs. A typical hurricane. Hmm. What is that supposed to fucking mean? I don't. I don't get what they. Uh, you know, every time they say, "Oh, this is like eight thousand megaton bombs." Well, I don't know. What does one megaton bomb do? I can't even fucking fathom the idea of eight thousand of those. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what that means. I'm too fucking dumb. Yeah. <laughs> if you tell me it's about a hundred jars of peanut butter, I'd be like, whoa, that's a pretty good space. <laughs> that's a lot of jars. But uh, 8,000 megaton bombs, I, I can't, I don't know, wouldn't that blow up to fucking earth? <sighs> Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, number six, blood-sucking hookworms inhabit 700 million people worldwide. Okay. Uh, whatever. Number seven, the highest speed ever achieved on a bicycle is 166.94 miles per hour by Fred Rompelberg. Why is it important to include the guy's name? How about you tell me how he did it? That's far more interesting. A hundred and pretty much a hundred and sixty-seven miles per hour on a bike, a bicycle. You know my cousin Dominic, who once went that speed on a motorcycle. 
<laughs> on a San Diego freeway in the middle of the night with no one around. That crazy motherfucker. I think he went to like 175. Son of a bitch. He was driving an R- RC51, the Honda. That was a cool fucking bike. Fast as fuck. Obviously. Uh, we can produce laser light a million times brighter than sunshine. Mm-hmm. All right. 65% of those with autism are left-handed. Huh. I knew left-handed people were retards. Looking at you, dad. Oh, great. My son is too. Ugh. Karma. The combined length of the roots of a Finnish pine tree is over 30 miles. Well, I don't know anything about Finnish pine trees. But that's nothing because we have blood vessels that can stretch two and a half times the circumference of the earth. I just learned that and applied it. Yes. All right. Uh, the oceans contain enough salt to cover all the continents to a depth of nearly 500 feet. Wow. Who comes up with this shit? You know, it's some nerdy bastard sitting in a fucking room all by himself doing all the calculations. And then what happens? He comes in the room. Uh, apparently, while you all have been getting laid, I was doing some calculations. And the oceans contain enough salt to cover all the continents to a depth of 500 feet. (laughs) Is someone going to go, oh, yeah? Let's check that out. How the fuck? (sighs) How can you possibly say that and then be certain certain that it's true? Whatever, dude. See what bothers me? Do you see? (laughs) Do you see how miserable I am a lot of the times? My buddy Edgar calls me a beautiful mind. He says nothing phases me, that I, I that I'm always like happy go lucky and shit, and uh, that he's a <laughs> I don't know a beautiful mind like that Russell Crowe movie, but not in that sense. But like I, maybe he's mocking me. I think. Wait, does that mean I'm so fucking retarded that I can't possibly like think anything is important <laughs> enough to bother me? <laughs> All right, Edgar, I think I'm ca- I think I'm catching on to you. But uh, I'm going to say my mind is not so beautiful most of the time. I'm just, I just get angry for stupid fucking reasons. And now you guys are seeing. I think I'm finally letting you in. The interstellar gas cloud, Sagittarius B, contains a billion, billion, billion liters of alcohol. What? Oh, man. I should have looked these up before. These are fucking retarded. Polar bears can run at 25 miles an hour and jump over six feet in the air. That's a good one. I can actually apply that knowledge when I'm ever in Antarctica exploring. 60 to 65 million years ago, dolphins and humans shared a common ancestor. Oh, that's a good one. I talked about dolphins on the other show, saying how they're pretty remarkable creatures, how they, like us, masturbate, uh, take recreational drugs, and was that it? They do something else. They have sex for pleasure, and they take they, uh, they, they suck the toxin out of a puffer fish to get high. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. 
But uh, I read this interesting quote. I forgot who said it. But they said, dolphins can understand, what is it, like 500 uh, English. Man, I'm really going to fuck this up. Let me look this up real quick. <laughs> Hold on. All right, I found it. I'm sorry. I didn't want to be a total fuckhead all the time. I got to give you... I mean, this is my science portion, so I guess I got to be truthful about everything instead of just feeding you bullshit, right? I'm trying to educate everybody. (laughs) So this is from Carl Sagan. Carl Sagan. We are but a mere speck in the cosmic calendar. That dude is... uh, Actually, he studied... I mean, Bill Nye, I think, studied alongside or under him. And so did that Neil deGrasse Tyson. So... uh, that dude was a fucking genius. He did that thing called the Cosmos. And he talked about space. And that Neil deGrasse Tyson is doing a new version of that Cosmos. Or like maybe it's, uh, I don't even know what it is. But it's the Cosmos. And it's going to be on Fox. And it looks fucking fantastic. And I'm dying to watch it. Interesting shit. Anyways, what Carl Sagan said about the dolphin thing. It is of interest to note that while some dolphins are reported to have learned English up to 50 words, <laughs> I said 500, up to 50 words used in correct context. No human being has been reported to have learned Dolphinese. Now, you might laugh at hearing Dolphinese, but that's pretty, that's pretty crazy. Apparently, uh, dolphins have such a complex language that we can't break it down. Not even the wind talker. Uh, Native Americans can crack that code, but they cracked ours. They 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 got about fifty words anyway. They they got a good start. So uh, dolphins, look at that. There's something special about those things. Apparently, we were uh, the same sixty five million years ago. Polar bear, huh? More polar bear facts. Can't wait. Polar bears are nearly undetectable by infrared cameras due to their transparent fur. I thought infrared measured body heat. I don't know. Number 16, the average person accidentally eats 430 bugs each year of their each year of their life. Oh, I know, because it's in your food. I was thinking of the spiders crawling in your mouth and you're sleeping. Yeah, uh, my wife was telling me that you even like they grind up uh sawdust. In some other food that you eat. I forget what she told me it was, but I'm sure we eat a lot of shit that we don't want to fucking eat. Especially when you're eating some hot dogs. <laughs> Who knows what's in those things? But yeah, you gotta know that bugs are falling into uh these big machines every once in a while. In your in your fucking hamburger meat. You probably got a couple roaches in there. It's all protein. Alright, next up, uh a single rye plant can spread up to four hundred miles of roots underground. Wow. Great. Next up, the temperature on the surface of Mercury exceeds 430 degrees Celsius during the day and at night plummets to minus 180 degrees centigrade. 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 That's all above me. I'm too stupid for all this shit. Number 19. I'm almost done. Just hang in there. You'll be smarter after this is over. Two more questions or two more uh, facts. The evaporation from a large oak or beech tree is from 10 to 25 gallons in 24 hours. Huh. 
20. Final. Thank God. Butterflies taste with their hind feet, and their taste sensation works on touch. Huh? Butterflies taste with their hind feet, and their taste sensation works on touch. Well, yeah, you just... Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> this allows them to determine whether a leaf is edible. All right. Wow, that was that was fascinating. Uh... Top 20, top 20, really. Out of all science facts, those are the top 20. Get the fuck out of here. I'm sorry, dude. I'll do better next time. And that was Scienceology. Ology, ology. Oh, fascinating stuff, people. All right, I got, uh, <laughs> I got some stories to tell you real quick about my kid. The first one is my, my actually my daughter and my son were fighting. Over some stickers, right? They're both saying they were theirs. That's my stickers. They're my stickers. No, they're my stickers. They're my stickers. Back and forth. So I had to interject. And so I'm like, all right. All right. And I grabbed them. Whose are they? They're mine. They're mine. They're mine. They're mine. (laughs) These fucking kids are good liars, all right? They're excellent liars. I can't fucking tell. I cannot tell. I'm looking them dead in the eyeballs. They don't give anything away. And so, you know, I was at a dilemma, like, whose stickers are they? Whose do I give them to? And then, of course, I came up with the King Solomon approach. But James, what's King Solomon? He's the dude in the Bible, if that's real. Uh, Don't tell me why I remember this, but I do. There was two women fighting over a baby. And he's like, well, who's the mother? I'm the mother. I'm the mother. I'm the mother. I'm the mother. And he goes, well... You can't both have the baby unless I do this. And he holds the baby up and he pulls a sword out and he's about to cut the fucking thing in half. And then one of the women go, no, 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 it's her baby. Let her have the baby. And the, the other woman's like, you know, cut it in half. I don't give a fuck. And then the, the king knew because the other woman gave up the baby so that it could live, that that was the true mother because she cared so deeply. She would give up her child so that it would survive. And the other bitch, he knew she was lying. So he gave that mother her child back. Pretty ingenious. And so I use this method myself, boys and girls. And it fucking works. It works. I held up the stickers. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to rip them so none of you get them. And my boy's like, no. And my daughter's like, I don't care. <laughs> and then I handed him right to my son. I'm like, ah, and they're his. And she looked at me and she was like, oh, fuck, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> so it works. If you're a, if you're a parent, you should try it. Cause it's, it's a fucking, it's, it's an awesome approach that works and it's hilarious. My wife got a kick out of that shit too. Cause she was standing by watching the whole thing. The other story I got real quick is uh, my daughter. She's six years old, and she's at the age where she's starting to lose body parts. James, whatever do you mean? Did her fingers fall off? Are you fucking retarded? That's what you go to? You think my daughter's fingers are falling off? Was she taking her fingers smashing that door? Oh, man. That's a low blow. Too soon, James. (laughs) Now her teeth are falling out. That was my next guess. Yeah, I'm sure it was. So her teeth uh, were loose. She had like two of them that were loose at the same time. Her bot, her bottom tooth in the middle, and her top, one of her top um, 
you know, front teeth. And so it was really loose, the bottom tooth. And it's like, all right, I'm going to tie a string to it and, you know, to the door, that old thing. So I get fishing wire. I tie it to the door. And she's like, Daddy, no, Daddy, no, 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 I don't want to do it. I was like, real quick, you won't even feel it. You won't feel a thing. And she's like, it won't, it won't hurt, it won't hurt. I was like, no, nah, it's not going to hurt. So I tie it to her tooth, tie it to the door. All right, ready? And then she's like, no, no, don't do it. And so I had to talk her and do it again, calm her down. I was like, it's going to be funny, don't worry. So I'm filming it. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm going to count to three. And I go, one, and I slam the door. Which would like totally shock her. Like she wouldn't be expecting it because, you know, I don't want her to expect it. I want it to be a total surprise. But for some goddamn reason, the fishing line just came right off her tooth. Her tooth was still in her mouth. I felt like a giant failure. And I was going to try it again. She's like, I don't want to do it again. It was too much suspense for her. So my wife was like, can I just pull it out then? I'll just, I'll, I'll grab it and I'll pull it out. And she's like, okay, okay, fine. So my wife gets a napkin. And uh, so she can have a better grip. And she puts it over her tooth and she gets a good solid grip on it. And she just fucking yanks that shit. And she tugs her hand up real fast. And uh, she's like, ah, ah. She's just like that initial shock. And then I look at her mouth and, I, and I, we go, open your mouth. And she opens her mouth and the bottom tooth is still there. But the top one is like, is is bloody and dangling by a thread of skin and I go, You you knocked the wrong one out and I start laughing and that just scared the fuck out of my kid. <laughs> she thought that she got like one of her non loose teeth knocked out and she started crying and it's that same old shit how if you make a big deal out of a kid that fell down, they're going to cry about it. But if you go, ah, it's okay, just you know, walk it off, they'll be totally fine. But since I made a big deal out of it, I made her cry. But I thought it was the funniest fucking thing for, for my wife to be pulling out a loose tooth and she knocks out a different one. <laughs> Which was also a little loose, but not ready to come out at all. Oh, but goddamn, that was funny. And I hope I, hope I told it in a funny way that would illustrate the uh i don't know uh, whatever all right and with that let's move on to the closing out of the show with the first segment i like to call i fancy that it's beautiful, beautiful. it's wonderful. wonderful it's i fancy that fancy fancy fancy, fancy. all right i fancy youtube's that's right. I fucking fancy watching a great video. And I will give you a, a small list of two. <laughs> the first one is a video called Free Fall. And it is fucking terrifying. Not in the sense that it's like a, like a you know, whatever. It's one of my fears of the ocean. I don't want to be out in the ocean. I got no desire to go in the ocean. I don't want to go scuba diving. I don't give a fuck. I'm staying out of the water. It's not a natural place for me to be. I understand that. I don't belong there. I will not go there. This dude is is a <laughs> what is it called when you uh when you just hold your breath? You don't even have like a tank on. He just like he has like a little mask on his mouth, but he, he's just holding his breath. He goes down underwater and he just uh he goes to the edge of a fucking what do you call that? 
God damn it. Is it like a cavern? What is that? Th- I don't know. It's like a hole in the goddamn ocean floor. And it's totally pitch black. And he stands at the edge of this thing. Then he just jumps in. And that shit gave me so much anxiety watching it. Ugh. Just like the not knowing. Oh, fuck that. The not knowing and being in the ocean where anything could just grab you at any time. And you can do nothing about it. So this thing winds up being a pretty good drop. And he fucking goes all the way down. And, you know, there's a camera uh, with the light on him. So you can see him. But there's different angles where you just see him, like, dive into, like, this fucking abyss of blackness. Oh, it's creepy as shit. He gets all the way to the bottom. And then uh, uh, he comes back up and shit. But it's it's a really fucking cool video. Check it out. Type in free fall. And, uh, yeah, look for the one that's underwater. And you got to watch that one. The other one that I, oh man, I got a kick out of. I love like those prank videos. I love mostly every prank video. A lot of them are stupid. I'll take that back. Most are dumb. But I fancy a really well executed prank. And this one was fucking great. So they had this elevator. And uh, (laughs) the people walk inside. And they press their floor. And it's supposed to start moving, I guess. Maybe it's like, it, it doesn't go anywhere. But I think, I mean, I think it would have to have like the sensation that it was moving. But you see like the floors changing numbers and the lights start flickering. And like most people are like uh, looking up like that's weird. Most people are like looking at themselves in the mirror and shit beforehand. And like the light starts flickering and they look around like, oh, okay. Then it goes pitch black. And there's like a night vision camera so you can see what's going on. And a little girl sneaks out of like a panel in the bottom of the elevator, uh, whatever you call it, I don't know, like a panel slides and she walks in and she's just standing there and the lights pop back on. So they're standing in there by themselves. Lights go out. Then when they come back on, there's a fucking girl, a little girl standing there holding a little baby doll and her hair is all shitty and she's got like makeup, like dark circles around her eyes like she's a ghost. Uh, it's fucking great. It's awesome, dude. Some people get so freaked out. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. And I think it's Brazil. But uh, I was talking to Peterson about this. I was talking to him. That's what we talk. That's what we say when we uh, go back and forth on Facebook. I was talking to this guy the other day. <laughs> that's what the shit's come down to. Future. Yeah, we were talking the other day. But uh, we were just going back and forth about how, you know, a, a lot of these pranks, they're fucking great when they're doing them in different countries. Like, they're, I think there's more inventive. They just... They, like they do some elaborate shit and they get very creative and Peterson's like, yeah, that wouldn't fly here. What if, what if somebody like an American, I think, uh, would like, get physical, like try to punch the ghost. <laughs> so what if your prank resulted in the little girl getting punched in the face? You know, that's a risk I'm willing to take. You know what I mean? For a joke, I'm, I'll go that far. I'll sacrifice a little girl's face. I don't give a fuck as long as it's funny. But goddamn, I fancy myself a good prank video. And uh, that uh, and that diving, that free fall diving video, man, there's, I've never seen anything like it. Pretty intense. It's really fucking nuts. So uh, cool videos. I fancy that. And if I'm alone, I give you a couple. So my next one is today on the way home. I decided to listen to some music for a change instead of listening to podcasts of various content. And so uh, I was like, all right, I'm going to put on some music. 
And I decided to roll my windows down. It was a fucking beautiful day today in Southern California. Eat your heart out. <laughs> I think it was in like the lower 70s. But gorgeous day, clouds, sun, all that shit. And I decided to put the windows down, which I never do because of the wife and kids. Every time I'm with the wife and we're driving, I can't put the windows down. It's like, my hair is getting ruined. You got to put the windows up because my hair is getting I just, I just did my hair and it's getting ruined. And I can't uh, have it with the kids in the backseat because they can't see my face, daddy. It's cold. So I forgot how much I fucking loved that. When I was a, when I was a youngster, I drive around all over the place with my windows down. Fucking music blasting, especially when I lived in Riverside. It's not hell, but you can see it from there. <laughs> uh, there was a bunch of there's a bunch of back roads in Riverside, a bunch of cool fucking scenery, scenic routes, all that shit. So I would be driving all along, you know, tree lined areas. You see the hills and the and streams and creeks, you know, windy roads. You got your fucking music blasting. Some good rock songs. I'm talking classic rock, whatever it is. And the wind blowing in your fucking hair. It's great. So I did that today. I had uh, the Beatles came on. Uh, I want you, she's so heavy. I want you. I want you so bad. It's driving me mad. It's driving me. So yeah, that one. So I cranked that shit. <sighs> it was fucking awesome. I miss it. I, I, I never do it. I don't listen to music really. And I don't drive with the windows down. I don't get the blast in music either because of the wife and the kids. So to close that out, awesome videos on YouTube. And speaking of YouTube, man, you can you can find anything in that fucking... You, can, you want to learn how to tie a tie? Look it up. Want to learn how to fix this and this and that? Look it up. Want to learn how to play a guitar? Look it up. It's great. But, uh, you know, watching these entertaining as shit videos, I fancy that. And I also fancy driving... With beautiful weather, the windows down, the music blasting. I fancy that. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the fuck you moment. And here we go. Fuck you. Oh boy. All right. The fuck you moment is legendary in these parts. And it is the opposite of fancy. It's where I get to stand on my soapbox a little more and be angry once again. All right. The first one is a CHP. Fuck you, CHP. But James, what's CHP stand for? Isn't that sugar? No. I think you're thinking of C&H. Oh, that's right. You idiot. CHP is the California Highway Patrol. Legendarily known. Widely known. For notoriously being cunts and or assholes. Is that true, James? I don't know. That's what I hear. You always hear CHP are dicks. So yeah. Cunts, dicks, and assholes. Um, <laughs> I call them the cunty harassing pricks. CHP. See, how, see what I did there? I see it, James. No, I said that because uh, today I saw that a CHP officer arrested... Arrested a firefighter. But James, why? Firefighters are adored by all. That's what I thought. 
No, apparently the story goes, uh, there's a, an accident on the freeway. A car flipped, rolled, all that shit. And there was people that were injured. Here come the firemen, firefighters. They're always the first on the scene, right, most of the time. So they drive on the freeway. You know, they park the trucks there. They blocked some lanes. They get out there. They're working on the person. And the cops like, hey, you should move the fire truck. And they're like, all right, sir, we're involved in this and this and that, blah, blah, blah. So you got to wait. Oh, no, I think you should move the fire truck so we get some of this traffic going. <laughs> I'm just uh, guessing on this part. Anyway, I guess the guy uh, refused to move the truck. And I've, I've heard that when it comes to scenes of, like that, accidents, that the firemen are fucking, they run that shit. You know? So, I don't know. Who's to blame? I don't know. Anyways, the cop wind up wound up arresting the firefighter. The guy, the fireman, this video, the guy's like, I just want to let you know he's arresting me right now. This guy's arresting me. He's all surprised. The cop handcuffs him and throws him in the back of a car. It's like, Jesus Christ, I've never seen this before. Never heard of that. But uh, the, the, the fire, uh, the fire, what do you call him? The fire chief, he's all fucking angry. But he's like a really like a weenie type guy. I'm just really upset by the actions of the police. We're going to have a talk about this. But <laughs> I just want to say fuck you to CHP. I've had my run-ins with them. They never let you off. They always get you. If they got you, they got you. You're not getting away. The sheriff, I think they, they give you breaks, you know, from what I've seen. CHP, I think, uh, I think they're uh, cunty harassing pricks. I'm just going to call him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it like I see it. So, uh, fuck you. And next one. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Family. James, are you really saying fuck you to your family? I'm saying fuck you to family in general when it comes to... Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to give too many details on this. Uh... So I won't, but let's just say that something has happened recently in my family that has divided the family, said family. And there are some of them being real cunts. And they don't see what they're doing. Or they don't want to see. It's just fucking, it's ugly. It's getting really ugly how people will choose money over family and doing the right thing. Uh, Yeah. It's a goddamn shame. So. <laughs> James, you're being very vague. Ah, fuck it. I'll tell you. I don't care no more. My grandfather passed away. Uh, The house is now being fought over. Most people wanted to stay in the family. Leave it be. There's people that are living there. Uh, leave them be. L just leave it alone. But no, there's some that want the fucking money. And they manipulated and conned their way. Uh, there's nothing that we can do about it. It's being fucking taken away. And it drives everybody fucking nuts because that's the... That's the epicenter of the goddamn family. You know? That's where everyone grew up. It's a goddamn shame that some of them had to fuck it up for everybody. So, 
My fuck you goes out to family. You know? And just because your family was someone doesn't mean you always have to fucking take their side, you know? Or support them or even talk to them. Just because you're related blood-wise doesn't mean shit. If those people are douchebags, you just got to get the negative out of your life. And if that negative happens to be your goddamn family, that's all. That's what has to be done. Don't lose any sleep over it. You make your own family. All right? You surround yourself with, with uh, people that are go- going to enrich your life or have a positive effect on it and, and fuck the rest of them. All right? Why not? I was uh, fortunate to have both my parents growing up, and still I do. I do still. Now, my parents, they're very different in the sense where my father is more reserved about what he says. He won't open his mouth if he doesn't like something. He'll watch his mouth mostly all the time, doesn't want to start no shit. You know, likes to think about things before he reacts, blah, blah, blah. My mom, on the other hand, is the one, if she doesn't like something, if she feels she's getting uh, cheated or mistreated any in any way, you're going to hear about it. I respect the shit out of both of them for both reasons. <laughs> now, here is the difficult part. I believe both uh, both qualities are admirable, but... If used properly, I think that's the hardest part in life. I think you got to be both ways, and you got to know when to be each way. And sometimes, a lot of times, you're probably going to be wrong. <laughs> but a lot of times, it doesn't matter if you're wrong. If it's the right thing to do, then it's the right thing to fucking do. And I, I recently had to, I had to act, and it, it stirred up a lot of shit. But it was the right thing to do. And that's uh, that's about it. But things are ugly, and hey, what can you do? Except what I said. Now, I, I said a lot of stupid shit tonight, <laughs> like usual. A lot of nonsense comes spewing out of my fucking mouth. You, most of the time, you probably can't tell which end that I'm, you're getting from me, my asshole or my mouth, because it's, it's just a bunch of shit coming out. But the most intelligent thing I've said tonight is you have to be reserved and you have to know when to say fuck you and it's very hard to distinguish between the two and when you should be which way but uh you know if you can master that <clears throat> if you can master that then then you you got it you got it all right everybody that's the show oh i didn't close it out so chp fuck you and family that has to make things complicated. Huh? Why can't you just, uh, take it easy? Family, fuck you. Fuck you! Okay, I think it's long enough. I think I've spewed more nonsense than you deserve to hear. But, uh, <laughs> that's the end of the show. Thank you for joining me, as always. And at the end of this one... I'm going to play you a clip. If you want to hear it, you can hear it. If you don't want to, you can go fuck yourself. Because I don't really care. This is for the people that care. Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's going to play you one clip, all right? He's been in a lot of great movies. He's done a lot of awesome performances. 
Um, this is like one of the ones uh, when I seen almost famous years ago. And this dude, I loved him in this movie. It's not very like profound or epic or whatever, whatever word you want to, whatever adjective you want to use. But uh, it's one of my, it's, 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 I love this movie and he was in it. He was a cool little character. He wasn't in a whole lot of it, but I just want to end this fucking show by uh, playing a clip from that movie. So, uh, all right, Philip, take us away. And as always, stay dangerous, my friends. Catch you later. You know, because once you go to L.A., you're going to have friends like crazy, but they're going to be fake friends. You know, they're going to try to corrupt you. You know, and you got an honest face, and they're going to tell you everything. But you cannot make friends with the rock stars. Okay, okay. If you're going to be a true journalist, you know, a rock journalist, first you never get paid much. But you will get free records from the record company. Fucking nothing about you that is controversial, man. God, it's gonna get ugly, man. They're gonna buy you drinks. You're gonna meet girls. They're gonna try to fly you places for free, offer you drugs, and I know it sounds great, but these people are not your friends. You know, these are people who want you to write sanctimonious stories about the genius of rock stars, and they will ruin rock and roll and strangle everything we love about it. You know, because they're trying to buy respectability for a form that is gloriously and righteously dumb. You know, and you're smart enough to know that. And the day it ceases to be dumb is the day it ceases to be real. Right? And then right. it just becomes an industry of cool. I, I mean, I'm telling you, you're coming along at a very dangerous time for rock and roll. I mean, the war is over. They won. 99% of what passes for rock and roll these days, silence is more compelling. Yeah, that's why I think you should just turn around, go back, you know, and be a lawyer or something. I can tell from your face that you won't. I can give you 35 bucks. Give me a thousand words on Black Sabbath. An assignment? Yeah. Yeah. You have to make your reputation on being honest and uh, you know, unmerciful. Honest, unmerciful. Yeah, if you get into a jam, you can call me. I stay up late.